What up and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Rome Bone. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 220 in the motherfucking ha. What's good, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. Hope everybody's doing good out there, staying safe, all that good shit. And what's really good, how, how the fuck y'all doing out there? We balls deep, season of the pumpkin right now. We about a week away from Halloween, less than a week away from Halloween weekend. Fright Fest, Attack of the Ninjas, all that shit. But it's been going the fuck down, man. I appreciate everybody that tuned in for last week's episode with Joker's Gallery. We did the Rolling Stoned review, the 20th anniversary of the Cottonmouth Kings album. Classic album. Much love to everybody that tuned into that shit. I appreciate it. We got a little bit of Beneath the Dirt news. Little bitty, little bitty, little bitty, itty bitty. Beneath the Dirt news. We got, um, this is for primarily the YouTube listenership or viewership, I should say, because you're watching it on YouTube. Um, there will no longer be ads playing throughout the episode. You'll get an ad in the beginning and you get one at the end, but no ads in the middle of the videos. Someone had commented on last week's video saying, what the fuck? There's too many ads in this video. What is going on? I looked at it, and again, this is just a learning process for me. I didn't know that you could just pick and choose where ads go, how many ads play throughout the videos on YouTube. Been doing this shit for how fucking long now? I had no idea. Um, but I made it so no ads play throughout the video. No more ads throughout the video unless YouTube forces one through. Just know that I selected that no ads play throughout the videos on YouTube and other Beneath the Dirt news. And thank you to everybody that was patient with all the ads. Because last week I counted there was like 30-something ads in that video. That shit was fucking crazy. I'm glad I fucking... Again, learning process. I'm glad I'm learning this shit. And I apologize for all the fucking ads um, for the past few years. <laughs> um... But another Beneath the Dirt news. Last week, I joined the homies over at the Speak Your Clout podcast, and we did our top 10 3-6 Mafia songs. Shout out to Mike Sears and Mobilarity 1. This episode was so much fun. I had a blast kicking it with those dudes. Top 10 3-6 Mafia songs. 3-6, one of my all-time favorite groups. Go peep that on YouTube. Speaky Clout Podcast, top 10, 3-6 Mafia songs, man. I could talk 3-6, hypnotize mind shit all day long. All day long. And that was a fun episode to kick with those guys. So go peep that shit, man. Go peep that. And let's just get right into it with new music and news, shall we? Let's, you know how we do this. We start out with new music. My favorite song of the week, without a doubt. Hands down, my favorite song this week, Crossworm. He dropped um, his newest single, I Still Hate. It's up on YouTube. It's on his Bandcamp page. It will be available on DSPs on the 30th of this month. But it is up on YouTube and it is up on Bandcamp. And I highly suggest that you seek this song out. I highly suggest 
you hunt this motherfucker down because this song right here, this is the most aggressive, in-your-face crossworm music that we've had yet. This dude is just elevating his game. As we're seeing a lot of people that have been in this game for a long time elevate late in their careers or later in their careers, Crossworm is another one. This shit, again, rappers with the metal trends, but this shit ain't no pussy rap, or sorry, this this shit ain't no pussy rock. This shit is heavy, heavy as fuck. His screaming on here is insane. I love this song. I probably played this song 20 times um, since fucking Thursday, I think, is when he said fuck it and put it up on Bandcamp and YouTube and all that. But man, Crossworm absolutely killed it with I Still Hate. Kind of a follow-up to his song Hate that was on Parasite Avenue. But much heavier, darker, fucking just, ah, mosh pit music, man. I love this song. Definitely go peep this. Crossworm, I Still Hate, my favorite song this week. Just so dope. In his mixing and engineering, I've said it before, Crossworm, there's not many people on his level. This shit sounds clean as fuck, loud as shit. Love it. Let's go peep that shit. Crossworm with his dirtcore music. Um, we talked about him signing Mad Max, Mumra, J-Hex Project, Samson Samson, who just dropped his project not too long ago. Um, who else did he sign to the label? Uh, I apologize if there was anybody else I can't think off the top of my head, but he did sign the first female artist to Dirtcore music, and that is Oblivia with her. Um, she used to do vocals, or she did vocals on Low Key's Book of Time album under the name Rapture. So we've heard her before, or at least I've heard her before. And now she's working with Crossworm and Dirtcore Music. She released her first single last week, not this past Friday, but last week, called In Between. It was produced by Godsynth and Crossworm, a little co-production there. And it sounds dope. And I'm really looking forward to what Oblivia is going to do on Dirtcore Music, especially if she's going to be doing stuff on Crossworm, Crossworm's production, because I always felt like Crossworm's production needed that female singer on it so i'm i'm really intrigued this is probably the most intriguing signing to dirt core music yet for me personally is uh oblivia and the song in between is a dope track um but i'm really looking forward to what else she's got going in the future so go peep that shit and a few more tracks that dropped this week as singles ill bill came back with the third or fourth single off his upcoming album, Billy. This one's called Root for the Villain, featuring Vinny Paz. Um, cool G Rap, produced by DJ Muggs. This shit is dope. DJ Muggs, legendary producer, Cypress Hill, all that. And yeah. Ill Bill's back. Yeah, this is the fourth singles that he's that he's dropped off. Billy. I don't think we have a release date for it yet. It should be coming soon, considering this is the fourth single. 
but y'all know I fucks with ill Bill. And if you fucks with ill Bill, there's no reason why I don't think that you wouldn't fuck with his new song. Um, Root for the villain. Shit is dope. Everybody came correct on that track. Hex of chapter 17 dropped a new single. Um, Talking to the moon again. You can actually get uh, the CD single for this. There's a CD single available for this song as well. He dropped that shit. Talking to the moon again. Just some old school West Coast fucking wicked shit right there. That's what that sounded like. And then we got new Death Plus. Death Plus dropped his new project from the crypt. That is available on all DSPs as well. Death Plus, y'all know. Working previously with Ouija Mac on the REJ and three projects. Still waiting to see if there's a couple more coming from Death Plus and Ouija Mac. We just have to wait and see. Time will tell. So go peep those singles if you ain't checked those shits out yet. And then last weekend was Hollow Bleed 3. Hollow Bleed 3 went down, and we talked about it. Buckshot had a bunch of releases dropping last week at Hollow Bleed, which became available for order last week, and now have hit the DSPs. Let's start out with the Hollow Bleed album, The Gateway, or Underground Avengers if you want, because there's four new Underground Avengers songs on here, and then there's three solo, well... Buckshot songs featuring other guests. And then we have the outro, which features Apollyon, which is a character from the UGA mythology, right? Is that the right word? Hyping new UGA, but the new UGA songs, Why You Here, Hellfire, Whoa, Taking the Throne, are all fucking dope. My favorite out of the four is probably Whoa. I've only listened to it once. Uh, this project once through so far since it dropped digitally. And uh, it sounded dope. I like violence with Lil White. Buckshot and Lil White killing on that shit. Uh, but what was probably my favorite track off there. And it's dope to hear UGA back together. The last time we heard UGA was 2019 with Dark Matter. It's been a few years. UGA is back. Buckshot. Boondocks. Class back doing shit together, and I love to see it as a lot of other people love to see it. They were even talking about it in uh, one of the songs like, When's UGA? People always asking, When UGA? When's UGA coming back? Where is it? When you dropping new shit? So they're back, they're dropping new shit. And if you got the CD in the CD tray, there's a little advertisement. You got the UGA logo, and it says Oblivion is coming. I just got to assume that Oblivion is the title of the next album. Because on the outro for the Gateway album, which features the Apollyon character, he talks about Oblivion is next, is coming. So yeah, Underground Avengers, Oblivion is coming. It doesn't give a release date. It just says it's coming. If I had to guess, I'd say next year. We all know how Buckshot is. Pumping out new shit. Dude's had a busy-ass year. 25 years of mob style this year. 
putting out new stuff and I got to, you know, we'll speculate. I won't assume we'll speculate that the new Underground Avengers Oblivion is dropping next year. I like to hear it, man. I feel like everybody is on top of their game right now. Class is on top of his game, sounding the best that he's ever sounded. The This Is Revenge album that dropped earlier this year, again, is super fire. If you haven't checked it out, peep it. And Buckshot's been killing it as well. Same with Boondocks. Busy motherfuckers, man. Busy, busy motherfuckers. But my favorite album that dropped this week, I got to give it to Buckshot. Helter Skelter, The Accomplices 2 is out digitally everywhere. Of course, you can get the hard copy if you so please. And this shit is fire. This is uh, the fourth installment in the Helter Skelter series. The second, Accomplices. Accomplices 1 was a part of the first Helter Skelter, I believe. Um. But yeah, this is featuring fucking damn near everybody in the underground. This album just features galore all over the shit. And that is the point of the album because it is the accomplices. And yeah, my favorite project this week. I got to give it its props, man. Produced entirely by Seven. Seven killed the production as usual on here. And Buckshot did his thing on here as well. The features. Now... There's some features that absolutely fucking killed it. There's some features that I just didn't care for. And then there were some one or two features that were kind of disappointing to me on this album. But overall, this album is fire. So dope. The first track on this album, Pale Horse, featuring Boondocks, Kung Fu Vampire, and Shy361. Fire, and we'll talk about th- more about that in a second because that shit is crazy. But we got a cabal track on here with low key Mr. Gray lose it all. That shit is dope, man. Their chemistry on songs is fire. You know, there's an advertisement in here again, advertising for the pit June 2023. We got, I'm just speculating or yeah, speculating that the pit is the new cabal album because on the fucking. The Berserkers Project, they had that song, The Pit. That shit was fire. Um, A la Zuli Lu on here with On the Horns. Billy Obey's verse on here is fucking crazy. Billy absolutely killed it on this track. Talking about, see, he said something like, uh, go tuck it in, don't assume my gender. My favorite X-Man is Caitlyn Jenner. What the fuck, man? That shit, that was like a rewind right away. I was like, yo, this dude's wilding on this shit. And his, that shit had me dead. First time I heard that shit. That shit was crazy. Billy killed that shit. UGA is on here. This dude got, Buckshot got Grave Plot on here. Kill a C and Liquid Assassin. First time they've been on a track in probably fucking 10 years at least. Um, was never a big Killer C fan, but I fucks with Lick, Liquid Assassin. That dude's dope. That was a dope song. Um, my favorite track, standout track right off rip on this album has got to be Red Death featuring S.O.N. and Twisted Insane. All three of them kill it. The hook is fucking crazy. I love Red Death with S.O.N. and Twisted Insane. Buckshot. 
fucking killed it on that song. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing more SON. I, I am. Uh, dude's voice is dope. He's got a dope flow. And Twisted Insane, if you, you, I mean, chances are you listen to this podcast, you know Twisted Insane is fucking nice with it. Chopper galore. And uh, that's probably my standout track on there. Off this album so far, early on. Listen to it two or three times already since it's dropped. But yeah, man, that, that shit is fire. Gorilla Voltage is on here with Bad Gorillas. That shit's fucking crazy. Kind of like an ape shit part three, like Mr. Gray, uh, Mr. Gray said. That shit was dope. Um, and then you got the Posse Cut, The Descent. A whole bunch of motherfuckers on here. This is probably the one song that I would skip on the album. Um, it's just that song just wasn't it for me. And I usually like the posse cuts that Buckshot does, but this one right here just eh, not really it for me. I like how he does the posse cuts. It really reminds me of like the old school Three Six Mafia days when they would do like the body parts songs and all the hypnotized camp posse songs and all that shit. And No Limit, they would have the No Limit Soldier songs on every album that they did. Damn near every album Buckshot puts out, there's a posse cut on there. And I I don't know if that's where he draws his inspiration from, but uh, yeah, that's, I mean, you got Clay's on there, Straight Jackets on there, Kid Crusher, Project Born. And a whole bunch of other people are on that track as well. Uh, Take a L with ABK and Blaze was dope. Blaze killed that shit. I love when Blaze raps in that voice, that deep, crazy, raspy voice, kind of similar to um, the voice he used, you know, you know, back in the day, one less G in the hood style type shit. You know, that shit was fucking dope. Scream with J, J- Reno and Gruesome was fire. Um, Lex the Hexmaster had a disappointing feature for me on the summoning with Loki and Rapper Red. Uh, that was kind of a disappointing feature for me on the album. Hell on Halloween with Twisted ROC, HOK. That was a dope way to end the album. And uh, overall, Helter Skelter, The Accomplices 2 is a dope listen, man. Most of the features, most of the features came correct on this project. You know the production's dope because Seven's doing it. Buckshot. I love the flows Buckshot be playing with. He be playing with different flows on this album too. Shit that I ain't heard before. Again, I'm not very knowledgeable on Buckshot. I've only been really listening to what he's been putting out the last couple years. But the flows he's using on this album, he be playing around with some shit. I like it. And this album is very fucking dope. I highly recommend peeping this album. If you haven't checked it out yet. And we did talk about the first song on the album featuring Boondocks, Kung Fu Vampire, and Shy361. Well, if you bought the CD, then you got the advertisement for Warlock. Warlock. It's got to be a new group, right? I'm just assuming it's a new group with Boondocks, Kung Fu Vampire, and Shy361, formerly known as Shy1. This is a, this is kind of a crazy mix-up of artists to be in a group. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear it though. I fucks with Kung Fu Vampire Heavy, Shy Three Six One, formerly known as Shy One, 
one of my all-time favorites in this Wicked Underground scene, and I'm really happy and excited to see this dude getting some love like this, getting put on a project like this with Boondocks and Kung Fu Vampire. Uh, because I, I, dude's been killing it, man. Go back to where I stand. I will fall. That album is amazing. The first Cemetery project, he just dropped Cemetery 2, which was really good, uh, just a few months back. So Boondocks, Kung Fu Vampire, Shy One is Warlock. The date is 2023. So yeah. Mob style. Staying busy. You know, when I first saw this advertisement, I thought this, like, just looking at the colors of it, I was like, uh, I was thinking, because at first, I didn't put it together, the Boondocks Kung Fu Vampire Shy thing. I thought this was Buckshot Boondocks Kung Fu Vampire and Shy, and then I looked at it again. I'm like, wait, Buckshot's not even a part of this. So no follow-up to Double Dragon yet. Not to say that it won't happen, but Kung Fu Vampire is doing more shit with Mob Style via Warlock with Boondocks and Shy 361. That shit got me hype. And I got to say, when you do a song with Buckshot, because he has Rob Rebeck's uh Rob Rebeck mixing his shit, you're going to get the best sounding uh the best sounding uh shit that you can get out of your verse. Like if you're sending a verse to Buckshot, this like Shy One has Shy One sounded so good on this song. Probably the best Shy ever sounded. And I said the same thing with Low Key when the Cabal album dropped. Like that was the best Low Key ever sounded. So when you send some shit or do some shit with Buckshot, he's got Rob Rebeck mixing that shit. You know it's going to be top notch. And it's going to sound fucking nice and clear. Loud as fuck. And I'm hyped for it, man. Warlock. Was not expecting that announcement. And uh, that's what you should fucking... What you should expect from Mobstyle is the unexpected. (laughs) At this point. Just fucking killing it. We talked about Hollow Bleed went down last weekend. Heard it was a dope show. And DJ Clay was in the motherfucking high for Hollow Bleed 3. He's on the Accomplices 2. And there's the picture that was posted of the Underground Avengers, DJ Clay and Lil White. And DJ Clay ended up DJing for Underground Avengers. This is the shit I've been talking about. The underground unity. This is the shit that we been needed to happen for a minute now. You got Buckshot right here rocking the mob style, the, the mob style chain, of course, but the magic ninja hat with DJ Clay right there. It don't matter, man. It don't matter. Let the beef be with the beef. Let the beef be with the parties who the beef's about. And don't let it get in the way of your bag. Straight up. But I love seeing that shit. Clay at Hollow Bleed DJing for Underground Avengers. Fire. And I heard again, I heard it was a dope show. Buckshot fucking dropped a whole bunch of new music. The Loon Squad project dropped as well. That's not up on digital yet. 
Um, but the new UGA is, that new Buckshot is up on digital streaming. And the Warlock Project, Oblivion from UGA coming, man. Mob Style's in for another busy year in 2023. And uh, me personally, I'm looking forward to it, without a doubt. And all the new music, of course, that we talked about today. All the singles, the albums we talked about. You can go peep out the Beneath Dirt Weekly Bumps playlist. Up on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. You can go to BeneathDirt.com to find the links for the playlist. So go peep that shit. Follow it if you haven't already. And much love to everybody that is following that shit. Super fucking dope, man. And then I was going to say last week, but it wasn't last week because we did the Cottonmouth Kings Rolling Stone album review in celebration of the 20 years. But two weeks ago, we were talking about the Certified Psychos tour with Twisted, Blaze, and ABK. Um, Axe Murder Boys had to leave the tour due, due to a crazy looking car accident. Cody Manson's on the road with them. Uh, Intrinsic and McNasty are on the road with Twisted. On the Certified Psychos Tour as well, which is very dope to see. Um, But after that episode came out, somebody hit me up um, with the set list for the Certified Psychos um, Tour. And it's a fucking crazy set list. We talked about how it's a two-hour long show. And this show is just straight old school shit from ABK blazing twisted. You got 85 bucks an hour, secondhand smoke, real G shit, sticky, icky situation. Kill me. Ghetto neighbor. First day out. Blink casket. Saturday afternoon. Maggot face straight out of Detroit. Hey y'all shotgun juggalo anthem. You got riders shit. Dark Lotus stuff, man. A two-hour show from ABK Blaze and Twisted. That set list looked fucking crazy. And I'm hearing that it's a really good show. It looks like everybody that's performing on the show, like everybody's just having a good time. Twisted Blaze, ABK, just having a good time up on stage, kicking it. All that old-school stuff. And man... I wish the Certified Psychos tour, and I know a lot of people, after I posted that set list and people saw what they were performing, were saying that this was a nationwide tour. I don't know why they didn't take this one nationwide. Like, the East Coast just got completely assed out with the Certified Psychos tour. Hopefully, fingers crossed, if there's enough demand for it, you know, They'll take it to more places because, man, this show looks dope, man. I mean, what as an old school juggalo, or it doesn't matter, just as a fucking juggalo, what more could you fucking ask for, right? I want them to play the old shit. I want them to play the old shit. That's what everybody says. Play the old shit. This tour is it. And they're splitting the set. You get twisted for a few songs. Blaze comes out, kills it. Killer, twisted. And then you got all the collaboration songs. They're doing shit. All these songs together. Like Straight out of Detroit. Come out and play ABK and Madrox. Ghetto Neighbor, uh, ABK Monoxide. 
all that stuff. Now, I don't know if they're actually doing the collaboration parts, but I, I got to assume they are, right? Like Maniac Killer, where it's going down, all that shit. I got to assume like everybody's kicking their parts on those songs. And Twisted actually did an interview. This one went over my head when they were promoting the Certified Cycles tour that they're going to be retiring a lot of these songs going forward. We all know Twisted's focusing on the rock stuff right now. Love her to hate it. It is what it is. And they're going to be focusing on more of the Magic Ninja Entertainment Twisted songs to play live versus all the stuff on that they did on Psychopathic, which they've been playing for you know 20 plus years at this point, right? So it sucks to hear, but it's also dope because... I'd love to see Breakdown live. I'd love to see some shit off Mad Season live, Revelation live. Like They've put out a lot of dope music since leaving Psychopathic and doing their own thing with Magic Ninja. But if you're going to be retiring a bunch of these songs going forward, you got to bring it to everybody. You got to bring it to everybody to give people that one last chance to see it. Now, I don't know what they have planned for the rest of the year. I know next year they're going out on tour with Static X. You know they ain't doing no certified psycho shit with Static X. They're going to be doing Revelation and Generation Nightmare. I mean, not Revelation. Um, Unlikely Prescription and Generation Nightmare stuff. And stuff off the new album, which is untitled still, right? But bring this tour nationwide, because it looks like a fucking dope-ass show. Uh, especially for old-school Juggalos, but all Juggalos alike. Um just looks like a fucking crazy show. Um, Gmo Ski even popped out to one of the shows in California. He rocked a set with Twisted, got a flick with Twisted and Blaze, former Magic Ninja artist Gmo Ski, who's still fucking killing it right now. He popped up on the Certified Psychos tour. That was probably like the show to see right there. And yeah, Gmo Ski was up on there. And go peep the Certified Psychos playlist that I made. I took the set list. I went to Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music and made the playlist, the Certified Psychos playlist, the official, una, officially unofficial playlist, we'll call it that. Because if it was official, it'd be put out by like Twisted or, or you know, Magic Ninja or whatever, right? But this is the officially unofficial Certified Psychos playlist featuring the entire set list from the Certified Psychos tour. Um, the only playlist, the YouTube playlist actually has every single song that is on the set list because Apple Music and Spotify don't have some of the riders shit or like straight out of Detroit, a couple of the tracks that were off One Less G. So if you want the definitive playlist, it's on YouTube, but there's only like two or three songs missing off the ones from Apple Music and Spotify. And it clocks in at like over three hours or some shit crazy like that. So go follow that. And much love to everybody that's uh, already checked out that playlist as well, man. The Certified Psychos Tour. That shit, man, needs to go nationwide. Needs They need to round out the rest of the country with... Uh, with those shows, because that shit was crazy, man. That shit looks crazy anyway. I've seen footage. The set list got me hyped, man. I haven't been to a Juggalo show in 
I don't even know how long. I haven't been to one since, you know, the since everything reopened again. I've only been to two concerts since everything reopened. Not many concerts that I want to check out have come around, but this would definitely be one I would like to check out at some point. And then we got fucking Ouija Mac, one of the busiest dudes in the underground. Staying, staying busy. Ouija Mac announced his new project, Problem Children, dropping 11-11, November 11. It's Ouija Mac and Ricky Hill, Problem Children pre-orders are available now, either digitally or physically through Ouija Mac's website. But this dude's just killing it, man. He just dropped Stalewind a couple months ago. Fallen Angelic earlier this year. Ouija Mac. I'm hyped for this one, man. I really am hyped for this one. Uh, As I am with all his projects. It seems like, or at least after the last two elements, like right after Wasteland, we got a collaboration project with Baby E. Remember that shit? We never forgot. And now Stalewind dropped the fourth element drop, and now we're getting another collaboration project. Um, there was a collaboration project that he did with Star Fox LaFlair after Gutterwater dropped. It wasn't the immediate release after that, but he did do a collaboration project. It seems like... The formula for Ouija is main album, a mixtape in between solo dolo, and then a collaboration project with another artist. Now, I'm not super familiar with Ricky Hill. I've never really listened to uh, Ricky Hill's music. The only thing I'm really familiar with is the feature that he did on Fallen Angelic, the song Swang To, and I, I thought that shit sounded pretty dope, so... I'm looking forward to it. Ouija Mac, Problem Children with Ricky Hill. Devereaux got some production on there. I saw him say he probably produced about half the album. I think it's uh, 11 tracks. I do have the track list right here. 10 songs. Devereaux said he produced about half of them. We do have a feature on there. Or one song has features from DJ Paul, So Smula, and OTL Breezy. DJ Paul, we all know from 3-6 Mafia. So Smula. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Um, But people were hyped for that feature. I'm not familiar who OTL Breezy is, but I've been saying I wanted Ouija Mac and DJ Paul. I thought we would get a DJ Paul feature on like like an element or one of Ouija's main albums, but it don't matter, man. I'll I'll take take it wherever it comes, man. It'd be dope if it was produced by DJ Paul. I don't know if it is or not, but at some point we got to get a DJ Paul Ouija Mac project. As much as I love Devereaux and Ouija Mac, because they absolutely kill it together, I would love to get a DJ Paul produced Ouija Mac project. That would be nuts. That would be nuts. And the crazy thing with DJ Paul is like this dude's working with the game, Drake, just all these crazy mainstream artists. And he'll still come down to the underground and do some shit with Ouija Mac. 
you know, they were on tour a few years ago. The Fearless Fred Fury tour, right? DJ Paul was on that shit. Ouija Mac was on there. Uh, yeah. Ouija Mac Problem Children with Ricky Hill. November 11th, it's coming out. Hype for it. Always hyped for new Ouija Mac. And then ICP. Halloween weekend is going down this weekend. Halloween is in full fucking effect. And they finally announced VIP packages for both Bloody Sunday shows and Wicked. VIP packages include VIP Lemonade, meet and greet with ICP, and participation in Fago Armageddon. If you've never participated in Fago Armageddon, that shit is crazy. You get up on stage, you get VIP access to get on stage first before anybody else tries to fight their way up on stage. And you gotta kick a fucking bouncer in the head to fucking get up on stage. Um, <laughs> But yeah. I've had experience with that. Dark Lotus Tour. Black Rain Tour. 05, right? That's when that album came out? 04, 05? Black Rain Tour. Juggalos rushed, rushed the stage at the Palladium. And I said, I got to get on stage. I've tried, tried so many times before that to get on stage during an ICP concert from the crowd. It's fucking difficult. But that Dark Lotus Black Rain tour, I, I managed to fucking do it. The bouncer had my fucking foot. I'm fucking kicking him. Get the fuck off me, son. I'm getting on this fucking stage trying to drag me off stage. I'm fucking happening today, son. And I got up on there, and that shit was fucking dope. Dope. Back in the day. Damn, that was almost 20 years ago. That motherfucker bouncer had a grip on my shit. I thought he was going to rip my fucking shoe off. I was like, this motherfucker, man, trying to stop my shine right now. God damn it. But I made it up on the motherfucking stage. Threw the DLs up. You ain't never been up on stage for like that. Rushing the stage like that. It's a fucking, that's an experience, man. Is dope as hell. Especially Fago Armageddon. Now, there was no Fago at the Lotus Lotus show. But Fago Armageddon is fucking nuts, too. I've done that before. That shit's nuts, too, man. If you're not wet before you're already up on the stage for Fago Armageddon, you're wet in about a half a second. Soaked. Head to toe. But yeah, being on stage like that, it's a trip, man. It's fun as hell. Let's see, uh, DJ Clay, he announced he's got an after party going down at a secret location on Devil's Night in Detroit, Southwest Detroit, to be specific. Performances by DJ Clay, Zytro, Trey Pound, Tier Diaz, and a whole bunch of other motherfuckers. Uh, from 12, October 30th, 12 a.m. to question mark, how do you find it? Hit up DJ Clay. He'll fucking tell you where it's at. Secret location. I have no idea where it is. I'm not going to be in Detroit, but DJ Clay um, holding it the fuck down. Uh, I don't know if it's free or not. It, the flyer doesn't say there's a price on it or anything. I don't know if it's free or not. Be dope if it is, but uh, yeah. DJ Clay holding it fuck down. I mean, next weekend or this weekend is going to be crazy, man. You got the Halloween party with Shaggy and the Creep. You got the big money movie 
big money hustlers, big money rustlers being shown. You got Bloody Sunday, two Bloody Sunday shows, Hollow Wicked, DJ Clay's After Party. You got Magic Ninja throwing their Fright Fest slash Attack of the Ninja show featuring the entire label. Man, Detroit is fucking lit, son. And to everybody that's headed out to Hollow Wicked Fright Fest, whatever you're doing this weekend, stay safe. Have a good time. Get fucked up responsibly, whatever the choice of, uh, whatever your substance of choice is, do it responsibly. Don't get too fucked up. And yeah, everybody have fun, man. Most importantly, have fun. Whatever you're doing this Halloween weekend, man. Halloween is always people's favorite holiday or one of their favorite holidays throughout the year. And uh let's go to uh let's go to Suburban Noise. Suburban Noise celebrating 25 years of Suburban Noise. Makes sense, right? Um They got a whole bunch of shit going down right now up on their shop. Uh, they got, you know, honoring Saint Dog by selling a, a crazy package. The R.I.P. Life Ain't What It Seems merch package. You get a banner, a bunch of CDs, T-shirt for 40 bucks. Like, crazy fucking deal. Um, you know, in remembrance of Saint Dog. They got Pacalica auctions going on right now. If you, which all proceeds go to an asthma organization in honor of Pakalika's name. They got all 25 years merch packages. They dropped a video talking about we're getting new music from Obnoxious Madchild. That album will be dropping uh, at some point soon. New Head PE, Long Beach Dub All-Stars, Kaleidoscope Kid. No mention of King Click, which I thought was weird. I mean, I thought we were getting a King Click album at some point, right? I thought that was going to be like the immediate follow-up to the EP that they dropped, but it doesn't seem like any King Click music is on the horizon yet. They did say there will be some unreleased Cottonmouth Kings audio, whether that's music, interviews, I don't know. But new Cottonmouth, unreleased Cottonmouth King stuff will be coming out in celebration of Suburban, uh, Suburban Noise's 25-year anniversary. Now, their 25th anniversary ain't until next year, but they're starting a little early uh, by pre-gaming for the rest of 2022 in preparation for 2023, the 25 years of Subnoise. And, I mean, Subnoise legendary label, man. We were breaking it down last week with the Rolling Stone interview. I mean, think about all the shit that they put out over the years. All the groups, bands, artists that they had signed to Subnoise. Like, Cottonmouth Kings was like the staple of Subnoise back in the day. And then they had signed groups like Potluck. Artists like Big B, Dirtball, fucking La Coca Nostra. Slain put out an album through Subnoise, or a couple albums through Subnoise. You had Jada Pinkett's band 
what was it? Wicked Wisdom, I think it was called. You had Broken Side. Uh, I'm trying to think of every who else put out music through Subnoise. Funk Junkies, right? Did they put shit out through Subnoise? I'm not. I can't remember off the top of my head. Saint Dog put out solo shit. All the Cottonmouth Kings put out solo shit. But uh, 25 years of sub noise, man. The video's dope. I'm really intrigued for the unreleased Cottonmouth King stuff. They did say a new Chucky Chuck album was coming. Henchlord was dope. I'd like to hear the follow-up to that. Uh, Felons Club, Big B's group. New uh, Felons. So, yeah, 25 years of sub noise, man. And I've been down damn near the whole time. Came... Royal Highness was the first album I got that era. Um, you know, during that era, I actually got it during that era too. And then Hidden Stash and then High Society and then so forth. And then they started fucking sub noise blew the fuck up. Back in the day, it was three big labels in the underground. Psychopathic, Strange Music, and Suburban Noise Records. Those were the big three of the underground back in the day. If you were assigned to any one of those labels, you were doing all right. In my opinion, still, if you get signed to one of those labels, you're doing all right. Because they have track records for just putting out dope shit, right? Right. So happy birthday or happy early birthday to Sub Noise. 25 years in the fucking game, man. It's just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And let's talk about... Some shit that we got upcoming. A la Zuli Lou announced their fifth annual Axmas show is going down December 10th at the Hive in Portsmouth, Ohio. It's going the fuck down. The fifth annual Axmas show. More info will be coming soon. Excuse me. More info will be coming soon. About the Axmas show. I was lucky enough to catch the Axmas show in Boston a few years back. That shit was dope. That was the first time. It was before Mausoleum came out. After Church of Zool. And it was the first time we saw the 2.1 Forever Face. That shit was dope. The Axmas show. Going the fuck down. In Portsmouth, Ohio. December 10th. At the Hive. Keep that shit. We got a new Donnie Menace. He's coming back. He dropped, man, Chainsaws and Boomsticks. Still gets regular rotation if you haven't checked that album out yet. I don't know what to tell you, man, because that album is fucking fire. But Donnie Menace is coming back with a new single this Friday, October 28th. The Bag Reloaded. Produced by Donnie Menace himself on all streaming platforms. We got that old school pen and pixel style cover right there. I fucks with it. I love the pen and pixel shit, man. It's just classic, classic stuff. So new Donnie Menace dropping this Friday, man. Go peep his album, Chainsaws and Boomsticks, if you haven't checked it out this year. Top five album this year. Straight up. Top five album. I'll do my top album of the year at the end of the year, you know, top 20 or whatever, I, whatever I'm going to do. And I can 
almost guarantee that's going to be in the top five because that album is amazing. Go peep that shit. In other news, we got Tech Nine posted this. This was posted by Billboard on Twitter. Solo rappers with the most charting albums on the Billboard 200. Tech Nine coming in at 29. They don't say how many albums that he has charted on Billboard. Uh, Billboard's 200, but he's coming in at 29 in the same company as E40, Snoop Dogg, Jay Z, Tupac, Nas, The Game, Lil Wayne, Too Short, Ice Cube. Like, he's in some good company right there. And it just goes to show Tech Nine been killing it for a long ass time. I would imagine damn near every album that he's put out since Ever Ready has made it to the Billboard Top 200. I'd have to look that up. Maybe I should have done the research before the show, but if I'm a betting man outside of the Collabos albums, and shit, maybe even some of the Collabos albums, especially like Psychology, um, the Gates Mix Plate tape, uh, Collabos tape that he put out, like I wouldn't be surprised if those made the Top 200 easily. But congrats to Tech Nine for fucking just killing it all these years, man. It being in the company with those names that I named for um, solo rappers with the most charting albums in the Billboard Top 200. That's it's not an easy thing to do to get on that Billboard chart. But yeah, congrats to Tech Nine. We got a couple birthdays we got to celebrate. We got um where the fuck is it? We got oh DJ Paul. DJ Paul's person of interest recently celebrated a 10-year anniversary. December 22nd, 2012 is when DJ Paul's a person of interest came out. I fucks with DJ Paul, man. Damn near Everything this dude puts out is just hard as fuck. Uh, so happy birthday to DJ Paul's person of interest. Vinny Paz, the god of the Serengeti. 10-year anniversary. October 22nd, 2012 is when it was first released. And I have to say, of all Vinny Paz albums, solo albums, this might be my favorite, man. I love this album. I thought it was going to be hard for him to top... Season of the Assassin, his first album, but God of the Serengeti Man is fire. If you never listen to You Can't Be Neutral on a Moving Train, you're doing yourself a disservice. That song, seven and a half minutes long, but it's just like a breakdown of the history of America, the, you know, and where it all came from. It's a dope such a dope song produced by C Lance. Um, but happy birthday to the god of the Serengeti. Such a fucking dope album from Vinnie Paz. And then October 22nd, another October 22nd birthday. Twisted Abominations. It's been 10 years since Abominations came out. Arguably their best album. 
I say their best. Arguably my favorite album from Twisted too. Shit, it's up there. It's a. It's been ten years. I think we could say Abominations is a classic at this point. Just a banger of an album, entirely produced by Seven. Again, Seven just he's been putting it down for years as well. This was Twisted elevating their game to a whole new level. Abominations just absolutely insane. Ten years since abominations and it's almost been 10 years in a few weeks it'll be 10 years since twisted left the label because they left the label just a few weeks after this album came out but this album right here is fucking insane man front to back bad side rep that wicked lift me up coin flip lunatic with royce to five nine Woo! second to no one Love Don't Live Here Anymore. It's been cold since you went away. If you need a good cry, go listen to that one. But a banger of an album. Ten years. Twisted's Abominations. Happy fucking birthday to Twisted's Abominations. The classic album from Twisted. Without a doubt. At this point. Without a fucking doubt. And then we got... Carnival of Carnage celebrating its 30th anniversary. Carnival of Carnage, 30 years old. Folks, we are now entering the geriatric stages of our lives, especially of our us old school juggalos. October 18th, 1992, Carnival of Carnage was unleashed to the world. It sold 17 copies on its first day. This album, also a classic, goes without saying. Pretty much everything they did in the first six era is a classic. But Carnival of Carnage, 30 years, man. It's crazy. Crazy. Uh, I love this album. I love this album. You got to go with the OG album with Night of the Axe and Black in Your Eyes. You got to go with the OG version, right? Island would... Later, re-release the album and take those two songs off. But, man, it ain't Carnival of Carnage without Night of the Axe and Black in Your Eyes. My favorite songs off this album, Psychopathic. I love that song. Just That's like, that's an anthem right there. Never had it made. Love that shit. Um, and Taste. Taste, ICP. With John Kick Jazz. And this is the only ICP album to feature the late John Kick Jazz, Shaggy Two Dope's older brother. He was on Redneck Co. I think he had a little bit of a part on Wizard of the Hood, Black in Your Eyes, and Taste. I think those are the only songs that I can think of off the top of my head. Oh, and Rebel Flag that he was on. But Taste... At ICP, Jump Steady, Capital E, and Isham. Goddamn. Fire. Happy birthday to ICP's Carnival of Carnage. Of course, a classic album. And ICP's doing a merch drop. Gotta celebrate. Gotta capitalize on that 30-year anniversary. Everything's probably sold out at this point, but you can go check up on the uh, uh, Psychopathic Merch Store. Not the vault, but the merch, uh, psychopathic merch. 
through merch now. A shitload of different t-shirts, hoodies, hats. They're re-releasing Carnival of Carnage on CD and cassette. The CD will be in a digipack. And the cassette... Uh, don't know if there's anything special with the cassette. There's posters as well. If they remastered the album, I highly doubt they went out of their way to remaster the album. Like they'll just repress shit without remastering it when I wish they would remaster it. Like the EPs and shit going forward, you know, we're going to be celebrating 30 years of the EPs coming up. Next year will be Beverly Kills, Year After, Terror Wheel, and so forth. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we get remastered versions of the EPs, especially. Because, I mean, you can get remastered versions of Carnival of Carnage and, like, Ringmaster from the versions that Island put out. But it would be nice if they remastered that shit and uh, repressed it like, like they're doing. But, yeah, that's going to fucking wrap it up this week, man. I appreciate everybody that's tuned in. Much fucking love. Thank y'all for tuning in. Much fucking love. I'm Ron Bone of the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. And until next time, I'm out. Peace.